Welcome into the Waiver Fire podcast. Nick and JP are finally into the month of August. Oh, we're getting so hot and bothered for some football, man. How's it going, dude? Yeah, we're we're hot and bothered for football and trading cards and all that stuff. Oh, dude. We're going crazy for everything right now. <laughs> it's true, man. We're September. What's up? We're just losing our minds. Slowly, we're, we're descending into madness. We're going to be facing salvation soon, though. Talks of our fantasy draft are starting to form a little bit. It's always last minute, but it's going to be tasty, man. We, we have a little over a month left until, until week one, so we can still marinate in the madness. But we have some news, man. We actually have some very pressing fantasy news. I'm interested in your takes on a few of these things. And I, I feel like we just have to dive into the biggest one. Deshaun Watson, man. Deshaun Watson only gets six games suspended. Oh, boy, this scumbag. It's but. scummy. It's super scummy. It's 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 not I, – I don't know if this is just like my impressions just as a father, but the whole – Tyreek breaking his kid's arm hits a little harder for me. I, I, I'm sure a lot of people maybe disagree on that, but I still think that was like the worst so far, but this is still obviously really bad. Does it, does it affect the way you play fantasy or do you just go full steam ahead? Um, well, it affects the way I would play best ball. I would say. I mean, not, I don't mean I don't mean the Deshaun Watson news. I mean your uh, morality on the situation. Do you let it affect your decisions for fantasy? No, not yes. at all. Same here. <laughs> Same. I, I guess I guess last year, uh, you know, I I didn't have any Tyreek, so maybe like I flipped a coin, but I if it was ever a tiebreaker, but I would never like go out of my way if if Deshaun Watson or whoever would drop it value or whatever. But that being said, so so best ball, obviously, I, I have not done a best ball since the news. I, I thankfully got a fair share of him when he was, you know, almost like a last round pick in, in some best ball leagues at certain parts of the offseason. So that's, I mean, he's, you and I have already discussed ad nauseum. We, we both think he's just going to be a freak when he comes back. Um, where do you think best ball he deserves to be in the, like he still misses six games. That's a lot, but for best ball, where, where do you think he kind of slots in, um, the quarterback discussion? Well, first of all, tell me this, where does Deandre Hopkins go in drafts? I mean, I've been taking him. I've been taking him in the sixth round. I think he's really fallen even into the seventh round, and I'm I'm okay with that for best ball personally. So that's like a monster wide receiver, right? That that's that's going to be out for six weeks. Um, and you know, 
wide receivers feel like they're a little bit less um like they're more important than more than, important than the quarterbacks. So for sure. There's gotta be something relative to that that's like you could take him here. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Let me let me throw you some names. Um and this will be just best ball. We'll get into redraft in just a second. But best ball, would you take Deshaun Watson or Trey Lance? Mm, that's really tough. Yes. Because Trey Lance might just shit around for half the season. He, he very well could, for sure. And come back and just run all over everybody. Right. The same thing might happen with Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. I haven't been, I'd say Deshaun Watson because okay. honestly, but that's just me not seeing where his ADP is going to end up right now. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying the, even ADP, like you're in the, what Trey Lance is kind of like a, what, eighth, seventh, eighth rounder at this point, probably. Yeah, no thanks. I'm not doing Trey Lance. <laughs> How about uh, Deshaun, just best ball, Deshaun Watson or uh, Matthew Stafford? Mm. I feel like I have more confidence in uh, well it's not that I have more confidence in Matt Stafford it's just that he's consistent and he'll actually be there for he will for the beginning yep that's close it's close I think it's right there I think it's that kind of eighth round um I I'm not mad about it. Obviously, you know, if you can pair it with an Amari Cooper, get a little stack in best ball, I think it works to your favor. Um, but I think he's right there, even missing six games, which is kind of – that just shows how much value he should probably have. Um, how about how about redraft, though, man? We're, we're really getting into that season. Can you Can you spend a pick on a player like that who's going to miss six games? on a quarterback, on a position that's not hugely valuable usually? I don't New think so. I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. You can, because here's yeah. the thing about it. Deshaun Watson is like a top five quarterback. He always is. He is. But in the draft before he's had, he puts up a top five season, you're getting him as kind of a steal. He's, he's going late in drafts anyway. Right. It 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 just seems like a lot to But then yeah. again, you know that he is absolutely gonna get picked up that sixth that sixth week. So actually oh, I, cha I changed sure. my mind. I changed my mind. Yeah, you could draft him and 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 hold on to him. Um, I'm trying to quickly uh if he has a suspended tag, does that can you put him on the IR? I'm guessing some fan formats you probably could, but I'm not sure on that. That's a great well, question. What format are we playing on? We're going to be playing on Sleeper, which Sleeper, I think you can pick which way it is, and I'm pretty sure our league is not cool with suspensions going on the IR. So I'm looking, I'm looking kind of at that. I mean, we're just going to start with like last round ADP, like before you get kicker in defense. 
you know, who's going right there in the last round um, of a 12 team. That'd be round third. It's around a pick 144 or so. You're talking about you're talking about handcuffs like you're talking about like Tim Patrick, um, you know, JD McKissick. Let me look a little a little sharper than that. You're saying I'm giving up JD McKissick to get to Sean Watson? Right. Like let's say he makes it somehow to like your last pick before uh, you know, your kicker in defense, like round. 13 or 12, 13 or whatever. It's players like Daryl Henderson Jr., Jarvis Landry, you know, players that could do something, I guess. DJ I Tim Patrick. I, I know. I, I know. I know. I picked I picked Tim Patrick's name because I knew it would be like you'd you'd probably pick Tim Patrick over Deshaun Watson. But then that just doesn't make sense though. It doesn't make sense, like in terms of like you you kind of hate yourself, or you you just don't think Deshaun Watson will be there at that point. No, I mean I'm just saying like if Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson, right? Then you want him, and it's better because, than Tim Patrick being Tim Patrick. Because I can easily piece together something for the beginning yes. of the year. Exactly, to exactly. Make a bridge like, until I get to my superstar. Like grab your Kirk Cousins or grab your, you know, Matt Ryan or even or Jameis, somebody, Jameis, Tua, somebody who just can get you by. Right. And they've got – he he might not even be like a, like a game breaker, but he might be really good. And they, people better watch out. They're coming oh, to yes. the Super Bowl. Oh, dude, they, they could make a huge run for sure. Team is very good. Yeah, I don't think he's ever had a a team that had a defense ever. Right. Or, I mean, he's had some, like, obviously he had DeAndre Hopkins. So I was going to say, like, even star power. But he's had stars to play with. But you're right. The team itself, it's never been like this. You've got, you know, the Steelers seem to be pretty easy pickings a little bit right now. I mean, Baltimore is always very good. But Lamar didn't look as electric last year. Um, and then Cincinnati, I mean, they're pretty nasty. So it would it's an uphill battle for them. But, yes, I agree. I mean, they're, they're a great team right now. Other – I'm trying to, like, piece other players, and it's it's kind of – yeah, I, I, think it, I think it might be worth it, man. Like you said, you can grab just some last pick quarterback. Usually in most leagues you can grab somebody. Um, and then like, I think it's, I think it might be worth that upside, man. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't go crazy with it. Like I, I'd probably take somebody like Trey Lance in a redraft over him. Um, you know, other quarterbacks kind of in that range, like Matt Stafford, Dak, I guess Dak's Dak's, I think a little further ahead, but I'd take those players over him. I'm a little um, just worried about Trey Lance's success. I can dig that for sure. We don't even know if he's any type of good quarterback at all. They like to run the ball. So that that's fine. It's a scary situation for sure. Honestly, if you can if you can do Trey Lance and then Deshaun Watson, I mean it's not a lot of draft capital if it's like ninth, tenth round for those guys. 
you kind of see what you test, you test the waters with Trey Lance. And if he's a monster in the first, then fine. You kind of burnt a pick on Watson or whatever. But if he's, if he's not great, maybe he limps you into week six or week seven, I should say. Mm. Maybe a little too risky there. But I think, I think that kind of settles, settles our take on, on Watson himself. Um, you know, Cooper, Amari Cooper. Let me see. Let me quickly try to see where he's going in sleeper right now. Amari, where are you, Amari? Amari Cooper is going currently in the fourth round with near Jerry Judy and DJ Moore in sleeper. Boy. I take uh, DJ Moore, Mark Cooper, Jerry Judy in that order. I think I would too. I think that's right. I think I'm okay with Cooper over Judy. Um, other kind of running backs in that territory, Brees Hall. We haven't really talked about Brees Hall. I've, I, I honestly, I don't think I've gotten any shares of Brees Hall because I'm taking like James Conner right there. Do you have any any kind of feelings on? On Brees Hall, yeah, I there. My feeling is that all of a sudden there's gonna be like somebody good on the Jets. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I've been playing fantasy football and watching the NFL for like the past decade. It's always been shit. It's a solid take. I remember there was a a, a kind of good wide receiver back in the day that yep. they had. Um that was a really long time ago. Eric Decker? Uh, no, it was before Decker did his mediocreness. Okay. Okay. Decker uh, he, Brandon he ended, Brandon Marshall? Yeah, him. Brandon Marshall was very solid. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. I just some people might get excited about the Jets doing well and mm-hmm. I hope they have a good time at the party. I just mm-hmm. I I don't see it. Like last year there was some flashes, you know. Mm-hmm. The quarterback seems okay. Yep. But and then back in the day their defense was really awesome. That was like the thing about them. You're right. Like Revis. But like, I agree. I just I don't I don't see why people think that all of a sudden the Jets are going to be just like pushing the ball down the field all the time. I can agree with that, man. Let's uh, any any other thoughts on the on the Watson spring back before we get into other things? Nope. How about this is a side. This is kind of small, but I, and I think our boy, uh, you know, friend of the pod. Van Jefferson, man, did you hear the news? Gonna have gonna have knee surgery, I think like today, and might miss week one. I, I don't think Van Jefferson was any sort of like redraft piece, but just wanted to kind of shout out, you know, he's he's been a DFS darling for us before. Yeah, let me see what percentage I have of him on um Underdog, it's probably mm-hmm. way too high. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Let's see. Yeah, thirty-nine percent. That that is high. 
<laughs> I think he was going – who was the other player? Oh, he was – see, he was going around Jamison Crowder, I think, in best ball, and I was – I've been picking up a lot of Crowder, for better or worse. He was also going around the K.J. Osborne, which I think I was going Jefferson over Osborne, so maybe I have a, a healthy share of him, but I like Crowder a little more than Van Jefferson. Yeah, I I don't know about Crowder over Van, but I'd definitely take Van over uh, KJ. KJ. Yeah. So just kind of sad uh, news. Hopefully he gets back and kind of, I guess if anything, it secures the, um, not Odell Beckham. Sorry, rip Odell Beckham. It secures the, oh boy. Oh boy. Why, why is his name eluding me? The L.A. wide receiver from Chicago Bears. Oh, boy. LA wide receiver. Yeah, the, the number two in L.A. behind Cooper Cup, who came from uh, – oh. um, Why am I just struggling? I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I only can't say it because you can't say it. <laughs> you're, you're trying to like – some Allen Robinson. Goodness me. You did it to me. I'm sorry. I put that evil on you. Allen Robinson, it secures his, his position at number two. I mean, there's really not much depth there. And maybe Higby gets a little action and Cam Akers, maybe something out of the backfield. But kind of kind of feeling more and more okay with Allen Robinson. He's still going relatively high. Like in sleeper, he's going right near Michael Pittman, Cortland Sutton. Like that's that's pretty damn high. So probably not in on that, but who knows? Who knows what happens come draft? How about – this isn't really either fantasy news as well, but Debo Samuel got paid. There was all the talk in the early offseason how he was going to be shipped off. I was kind of getting a little hot and bothered about Brandon Ayuk. Well, it's Debo time. Big, big contract for a player who's been injured in the past – I've never really had pieces of Debo. Maybe it's just kind of his play style of being a running back and wide receiver. It's just difficult for me to comprehend, but boy, he was massive last year. Right now, going kind of in the mid to the back of the second around players like Mark Andrews, CD, uh, those two really. What are your thoughts on Debo this year in, in redraft? I know you're scared of Trey Lance. Yeah, I think that anybody who is in the second round shouldn't feel bad about taking their shot with Debo. Yeah. You know? We're talking about top three last year. Top three. In the in the second round, and there's going to be already wide receivers gone mm-hmm. before him, which – I don't know. It's got to be pretty early in the second when you're getting Debo, I feel like. Okay. Um, running backs go fast, and there's a lot of people out here who want to run uh, zero RB mm-hmm. strategy. Mm-hmm. Just going to go for the, the sexiest-looking wide receiver there. So. Yes. But if you can get him, I think, yeah, he's a good pick. I think he's a solid pick as well. Um, 
I think you're right. I think when players pick up like, you know, Jefferson in the middle of the first round, they're going to be kind of hungry to, for whatever reason, to kind of pull the trigger on zero RB and, and hit up Debo in the second and kind of go down that path. So I'd like to do that. I right wouldn't there. mind that either. I really that, wouldn't mind that, that either. That would be uh, just absolutely nasty to go <laughs> for the, those two people to start. I think it'd be solid. I agree with you, ma'am. So I, I like it. It's nice that they, it's nice that they commit to him now, give him, you know, all the training camp to really make him feel good, get him in there, get his reps going solidly. So it's a good thing. Um, I don't remember if this happened before or after our last pod, but I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about the Bucks picking up Julio Jones. We didn't talk about that last time, did we? No. What do you think, man? I mean, is there is there any fantasy juice left there? Does it just kind of ruin like the taste for other folks there? What are your thoughts, man? Kind of murky. Um, I feel like I feel like he he he's one of those people that I'm never going to draft him. Like He's screwed so many people over so many times getting yeah. drafted in the first round and then just being injured all year. Right. And now he's older and more frail. What are he's about to go and just like um manage those dealerships. <laughs> he might. He really might. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Nan. I mean, it's similar. I mean, it's not – I was going to say it's similar to when they grabbed Antonio Brown, but Antonio Brown still had so much juice left. But I mean, Brady I, did he, – he, He'll have juice until he uh, – Yes. Until he snaps. Yes. Until he breaks. Until his – yep, his little ankle just poops out on him. I, I'm with you, man. Uh, I, I honestly still think that – you know, there's still some talk about like Godwin might be ready for week one. Or I still actually like uh, Russell Gage, even in redraft. I think, yeah. I think Russell Gage could be a kind of a nice little week yeah. one, week two flex yeah. that is pretty nasty. For sure, dude. He's no Scotty, whatever. Miller. Yeah, he's no Scotty Miller. Mm hmm. That. <laughs> Remember last year when Scotty Miller had like one good game and I remember. Then he was like someone you might think about in the DFS lineup. Yes, he was. Never fucking went off again, Scotty he just, Miller. He just dies. He's <laughs> he's on the field and just, just dies for DFS. And I gotta say, this is this is looking ahead a little bit, but week one, Bucks at Cowboys. I mean Russell Gage could be could be disgusting. Is that is that a Thursday night game? It, oh no, it's it is a Sunday night game though, so it's not going to be on the main slate. But for redraft, I think that's a pretty sexy flex uh, play there. Then he gets to he has to go to the Saints, which is not as great. Man, Bucks have to start on the road two games. That kind of sucks. And then host the Packers. The Packers defense is kind of middle of the pack. So 
Anyways, I think if anything, hopefully this Julio Jones news will deflate Russell Gage to be more of like a, you know, 11th, 12th round pick. And you can get some sneaky early season juice there. Um, last bit of news, which is also kind of sneaky, I think, is that, you know, all the talk, particularly from the ballers, is about Michael Pittman. But I think that the Colts, um, yeah, the Colts offense is going to be pretty good. And their number two is Paris Campbell, who I know we really haven't seen it before. But he apparently has secured that number two spot pretty well with Matt Ryan. Good rapport. I think it's something to keep keep your eye on in the preseason. And I, I don't mind. A- what would he be like? to what would what would the atlanta equivalent be i mean it was similar to when like julio and ridley were playing together and and ridley could kind of go off from time to time um you know similar i guess maybe like julio and um what was his name white what was that guy's name roddy white Roddy White, exactly. So, so he's supported two wide receivers in the past. Not uh, they don't project much out of the tight end. What? Did you have some chips? That's good. Wow, are they yummy? Yeah. Good. We're saving some for you. You saved some for me. But mom saves some for you. I think I ate them. I think I ate them. Anyways, I I think it's sneaky. You know, a wide receiver lottery ticket that that could pay some dividends. Because I I think I finished them up, buddy. Is that is that too? Uh, I mean, I don't even think he's costing you anything really. Let me see if he. Let me quickly look up uh any sort of sleeper ADP. I don't even know if he's being drafted, man. Where is he? Who isn't being drafted? Paris Campbell. Oh, yeah. He's getting drafted late. I mean, I think I think it, I think it could be sneaky. Anyways, that's that's a small bit of news right there. Um, Super sneaky. Yeah, that's that's all I had, man. Did you did you pick up anything that I left off? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Well, I happened. I did watch our movie. Did you get around to the cowgirl movie? I did not watch it. Oh, no problem. No problem. Well, was it bad, dude? It's. I'm interested to see what you think. I, I personally think that it's it's kind of in line with something that you and I would like really. Uh, love watching together like just laughing hysterically but because i was i was really uh i mean it, it was bad it is bad it's not it's not one of those like so bad it's good like um hold on buddy i'll get you a chair who am i thinking about with um uh, I've never actually seen the room. Um, I was thinking more like, what was that? What was that cross dresser? Uh, divine. Oh, 
Like pink flamingos? Yeah, like pink flamingos, where it's just so bad, it's so great. It's it's. I feel like it tries to kind of do that, but it, it's just not nearly as as awesome because maybe it's just a little too mainstream with it. But I'm excited to get your feedback, man. I I thought it was hilarious, and I would be down to watch it with some like goobers of our old friends or whatnot because it is. I don't know. It's it's very. I think it's interesting. All right. Well, I'll, I'll have to watch it for sure. All right, man. Well, that will do it for our news. I think. Um, I think next time, let's see. Damn, dude, when does uh preseason start? Preseason starts on the thirteenth. So next week will be our first week, or our last week without football, which is exciting. And then we'll get preseason. So I'm I'm juiced up, man. Yep, that's very exciting. All right, dude. Good talking to you. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you.